Good morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. mercy and peace be unto each of you from God our Father and our Lord and King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. God of truth, help us to keep your law of love and to walk in the ways of wisdom, that we may find true life in Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. Our reading for the second Sunday of Pentecost is from Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 10. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies... We were reconciled to God by the death of his Son. Much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. While we were weak, Christ died for us. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. While we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son. Three times, in short order, at the beginning of our epistle reading, St. Paul iterates our helplessness even our hostility to God. And yet, God died for us. When these iterations are juxtaposed, it could not be clearer that our salvation is God's work alone, without any help from us. Indeed, God has to work against our hostility to save us. While we were still weak, while we were still sinners, while we were enemies, Christ died for us. What is it that makes us so weak? And what is it of Christ's death that is so powerful, so wonderful that it overcomes eternal death for all and brings us eternal life and reconciliation with God? Well, our text gives us opportunity to meditate on these two questions today. What is at the core of our weakness? And what about Jesus' death so powerfully revives us? St. Paul asserts a mystery. Sin came into the world through one man. As one man sinned, all sinned. How can this be? How can it be that the sinful act of one man, Adam, means that we all sin, even all of us who were not born when Adam sinned? 
Now, the Bible does not explain this connection explicitly, but the implication of several passages uh, helps us to understand that Adam, as the father of all, shares his human nature with all his descendants. As he sinned and turned aside from the good to which God called him, human nature became corrupt, despising God's righteousness, pursuing sin, and suffering shame. This lack of righteousness, pursuit of sin, and experience of shame is the plight of all men. Thus, David confesses that he was, quote, brought forth in iniquity, and that, quote, the wicked are estranged from the womb. St. Paul tells the Ephesians that they were, quote, by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. And Job judges that all mankind, that all of mankind, none can bring a clean thing out of something unclean. Although the inner logic and structure of original sin is not explicated for us, Scripture testifies to its reality and the weakness and corruption that comes with it from the day of birth. As the father of men, Adam, who turned to sin, begets descendants in accordance with his sinful nature. This is, of course, why Jesus' birth from a virgin is so significant. Adam's nature is bypassed by Jesus, since Jesus is not begotten of a man, but of the Holy Spirit. Now, although Jesus receives human nature from his mother Mary, he avoids the particular corruption of this human nature by being conceived not of Adam or one of Adam's descendants, but of God. Thus, Jesus is made like us in every way, even tempted as we are, yet without sin, without enmity toward God, without corruption of the human nature. As sinners, death is our lot. Death enters the world through sin and spreads to all men because all sin. Thus, we are weak. We have no power to keep ourselves alive. We are sinners on our way to death. We are even enemies of God, choosing the path of sin rather than receiving and embracing with trust and love the good path God set before Adam. This is the core of our weakness, an enmity with God and impotence that makes reconciliation with God and restoration to life impossible on our own power. For none can bring a clean thing out of an unclean. Yet, the free gift of salvation is not like the trespass. When Adam sinned, he brought all into sin. But when Jesus dies and rises on our behalf, he has no need to save himself. All that he does is on our behalf. The free gift is not like the trespass imprisoning all in eternal death. It releases all into the joyous, reconciled life with God in which Jesus already abides. How can Jesus' death and resurrection accomplish this? How does one man's activity, no matter how righteous, make up for the unrighteousness of others? Here, the comparison with Adam helps us to understand. Adam's fall led to his own corruption. And his place as the father of all humanity means the communication of this corruption to all his descendants. Now, you might say, well, Jesus has no descendants, so how can he communicate his life and death to us? Well, he does, in a spiritual and supernatural way, through baptism. We hear Jesus in John's Gospel put it this way, 
Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. In baptism, you are born again of water and the Spirit. In baptism, you become a child of God. You are begotten of God. He communicates to you his nature, that is, the gift of his Holy Spirit. And by God's Spirit, the old nature is put to death. And we are born again into a new nature, the pure, living, immortal nature of the Son by which we have life. All who believe and are baptized are begotten of God, receive His nature, and live eternally. In this way, just as the children of Adam all sin, all die, and are all enemies, so the children of God have sin put to death in them, are restored to life, and become reconciled to God. Rita Snowden related that in 1916, as Colonel T.E. Lawrence was crossing the desert with some Arabs, they rode with their hoods covering their heads for protection from the wind and the sand. With the food supply low and their water on minimum ration, one Arab noticed an empty camel. Where is Jasmine? he asked. Who is Jasmine? another Arab answered. A third explained, Oh, Jasmine is that yellow-faced man from man. He killed a Turkish tax collector and fled into the desert. It soon became evident that Jasmine had fainted in the heat and fallen off his camel. Finally, one Arab said, Ah, what does it matter? Jasmine was not worth half a crown. So they hunched down on their camels and rode on. But Lawrence turned and rode back in the blazing heat. After an hour and a half, he found Jasmine blinded and almost mad from heat and thirst. Lawrence shared some of his precious water, put him on his camel, and brought him back. That night when they reached the others, the Arabs were amazed. Jasmine was not worth half a crown, was saved by Lawrence at the risk of his own life. See, it was not for good people that Christ died. It was for people like Jasmine, for the sinner, the ungodly, the enemies, those hostile to God. This is God's love. Beloved, Christ's death on our behalf shows us God's great love for us. Although we were enemies, although we were sinners going against God's will, Christ dies for us. In his death and through baptism, we also die with him. The old nature of sin, the heritage of Adam, dies with Christ on the cross. More than this, in his resurrection, we rise to new life. In Christ's resurrection, he traversed the desert of our sin, our hostility, our enmity towards God, and joined us to him through the living waters of baptism. And he gives to us new living eternal spirit by which we also now live forever. Christ overcomes our sinful nature and gives us a new nature in his spirit. So, beloved, we have been justified, judged righteous, and made righteous by the pouring out of Christ's blood by his death. Sin has been forgiven and put to death in us. We are saved from the wrath of God. Furthermore, by his life and resurrection, we also now are saved and reconciled to God living in newness and holiness forever. Rejoice in God through Christ. Burst forth in songs of thanksgiving. Give praise to our Father who has rescued us from our heritage in Adam 
and given us a new heritage as his children. All this he has done by his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom be all the glory forever and ever. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. O God, the strength of all those who put their trust in you, mercifully accept our prayers, and because through the weakness of our mortal nature we can do no good thing without you, grant us the help of your grace, that we may please you both in will and deed. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.